Hey, what up, world? This is Jay Vass from The Jay Vass Show, and I'm here to tell you, if you've been thinking about starting a podcast, I know the best way to do so. Anchor. Anchor is completely free. You can edit, record, distribute, and even make money from your podcast right away. And again, it is completely free. You'll get distribution to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all other streaming services. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tell them Jay Vass sent you. All the same phrases, copy and paste the cadence. The same subject matter. I guess if the beats are hot, it just don't matter. But I'm from a different school. Adult rhymes and deep thought. With talent couldn't be bought. Self-taught skills and real writers. Lades, ways to boost and mic wires. I had to keep this flow simplistic Just so the slower mind could get it And we cast for and get credit Hip-hop is going out If, if this, this is, is where we're headed I got to go and did it Hot, sicker than your average, average Watch me civilize a savage, savage Hot, sicker than your average, average Watch me civilize a savage, savage Originality Seems to be a casualty of these days and times For manufactured sounds and lines Seems like it's all by design To keep us dumb, deaf, and blind Water down the culture Get us all addicted to fame We don't own a music, just a name and a chain Victor of the problems, tricks Not to mention the politics We make our artistry Because it's more of the dollars and cents But look at what happened to Mike, Jack, and Prince Best believe we can't let it come to this when it comes to this Hot, sicker than your average, average Watch me civilize a savage, savage Hot, sicker than your average, average Watch me civilize a savage, savage I set out to spit phenomenal To separate myself from the comical To stimulate the brain Do like Birdman, put some respect on my name I got my own lane Rubble chemist, sound theorist Clearing the fog so you can see through the mist Cutting through the stairs, kiss sticks With the flick of the wrist Phony MCs that persist To phone it in Tell the real MCs We on again Authentic author Because it's all about the culture It's all about the culture Sicker than your average, average. Watch me civilize a savage, savage. Sicker than your average, average. Watch me civilize a savage, savage. And welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Jay Vaz, and you're listening to the Jay Vaz Show, music and entertainment at its finest. We got a special guest with us today from North Carolina. Before we get you there, make sure you follow us on all the social media pages at The Jay Vaz Show. Check out the website, thejvazshow.com. Make sure you follow us on all the social media pages at The Jay Vaz Show, as like we said. And subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Jay Vaz Show. If you're an independent or an up-and-coming artist and would like to be featured on the show, hit us up at artists at thejvazshow.com. 
All of those links are on the description of the podcast. And let's get right into this. As we said, from North Carolina, NCC Records own Mr. J. What's going on, man? How you doing? What's good? Everything's good. Everything's lovely. Man, it's uh, how you guys dealing with all the craziness going on right now, man, with the COVID? How's that affecting you guys? Well, you know, it's affected some uh, shows and and some some different you know events that we were trying to uh, plan. And right now, you know, we're just trying to figure out how to do it creatively and how to be able to, you know, probably do socially distance events and and figure out how we put all that together. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's something. I think it's something totally different that I don't think none of us were prepared prepared for to be able to work around it. Man, it just kind of. I mean, 2020 alone has been it's been a crazy year, man. But shit, we'll talk about that here in a second. Uh, let's get let's get into the interview, man. Uh, let's get to know you guys. Uh, first of all, NCC Records. Uh, you're the CEO of NCC Records. Yeah. All right. So, so we're talking to the man right now. NCC Records. What exactly does NCC stand for? It's a North Carolina Commission Records. All right, um, North Carolina Commission. Yeah. All right. All right, all right. Well, shit. Um, you guys been doing this for a long time, man. Um, like I said, I did dig up some of your history, and and let's take it all the way back. W- when exactly did NCC Records come about? Well, uh, we officially put it together probably about ninety eight or somewhere in there. Um, my first venture into the studio was probably about ninety four or so. You know, and and we just, you know, from having a large group of almost, you know, uh, growing from four people to almost 32 at one point, um, you know, I just figured I needed to know, you know, what the business was about. Uh, back in, I guess we would say probably about 94, 95, um, we had a, you know, a development deal. Um that kind of came through with Warner Brothers, but we didn't really know what that was, and it wasn't really leading to anything permanent. That didn't necessarily mean we were going to get signed or anything like that. Gotcha. That just kind of meant if they saw something, you know, then then maybe they take it from there. Yeah. And you know, having different shows and different things that we had put together, and having you know uh, different, I guess, entities and and managers and so forth wanting to deal with us and us, you know, kind of getting jerked around a bit, you know, that just made me even more, you know, interested in forming my own company and forming my own label, you know, to try to weed out all the nonsense. Okay. Okay. So, so on top of being the C, uh, the CEO of NCC records, um, okay. Well, be- before I get there, before NCC records, uh, what, what was the label called or what was the group called? I mean, obviously you're Mr. J. Were you just like a solo artist um, or or was this a whole a whole different group with a different name? Well, I, I started off, you know, as a solo artist and then, you know, we brought a group together. Uh, that At that time, it was called the Omega Clan. Um, you know, like I said, it started as as four members and then kind of ballooned up to you know a thirty two uh, uh, group you know collective of rappers and and singers uh, at that time, and you know it just kind of dwindled down after a while uh, back to you know the the 
most original uh, three, and then we added a member later on, uh, probably about uh, 2001 or so, um, when we changed the name uh, to the Empire. Empire, okay. So, um, all right, so let's talk about the current members. You, I know you said you guys were at one point where it's about 34, you guys were more. Um, the current members, if I'm correct, we have obviously you, Mr. J, we have Fifth Letter, we have Speak No Evil, and Prince Imperial, I believe, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All that's right. The so current, that's the current makeup of the empire. So these are these are the four. Um, you guys are the four members left from the bunch of the thirty-two that were at one point, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. So what made or what clicked different with you guys than the other thirty-two members that that you guys are still working together, still putting work together? What do you think uh, was different as far as, you know, not just the style, um, but maybe the hunger of, of, of wanting to put work out? Well, I think, you know, uh, growing up, you know, uh, you realize that, you know, certain people just kind of were there for the moment. They saw the momentum. They saw, saw a lot of things that we were doing, saw the shows that we were putting together, saw the attention that we were getting, you know, from you know, labels and, and, and different managers and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it just kind of, you know, petered out because, you know, they they didn't see the hard work that needed to be put into it. They just kind of saw the fame and, the, and you know, maybe something big would happen for them. Um, you know, eventually during that time I had went off to college, you know, and, and was still doing shows and putting shows together myself. And, you know, Prince Imperial, uh, who was my brother, uh, you know, he was kind of down here waiting on me to come back and, and do some things. And once I got out of college, I kind of came back and, and did a couple of shows and things like that. And, you know, fifth letter who had been down originally, um, he was from another collective uh, called Wheaties and, and was, you know, in and out of, of, of Omega Clan. But, you know, he had since joined the, the Air Force. So he had a little bit more discipline on, you know, how, how to keep things, you know, in perspective. And through him, we met another individual, uh, Speak No E, who was also in the Air Force at the time. So, you know, we collectively clicked to, you know, bring out the album, The Dark Ages, and it just kind of spawned that kind of kinship and brotherhood from there to try to continue to try to do music as much as we could. The Dark Ages, this was released back in 2007, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. So, so, so this, you know, 2007 don't even seem like that long ago, but this goes to show you how long you guys have been putting in work. Um, you guys initially started Empire Music back in 94. Uh, you did have the Empire come out in 2004. Obviously, you have the Dark Ages 2007. Um, you said something, you mentioned something earlier that kind of caught my attention, and, and I wanted to bring more attention to that. Uh, you mentioned Warner, uh, Warner Brothers uh, offered you guys a uh, development deal. Um, First, for the people who don't know, uh, especially for, for the independent artists that might be listening that, that don't know what exactly a development deal is, uh, can you explain to us what, what that was, what that meant at the time? That meant, you know, when they 
they really don't have A and R's and things like that today, like traditional A and R's. Um, you know, those people would develop artists. They would, you know, uh, help you, you know, develop your sound or develop a look that the label would find, you know, marketable or the, you know, the record and, and, and the business would find marketable, you know, and if that, all that clicks to where they, you know, they wanted to use you, then maybe then they would find you and then you would have, you know, um, an actual deal. So, All right. You know, a development deal that can guarantee you anything. You could have something and put everything together and put an actual project together and nothing happened and nothing go forward. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's basically trying to mold an, uh, uh, an image to see if it works for the for the industry, so to speak. Mm hmm. I got you. Got you. So. All right. So Warner Brothers approached you guys about this. Um you, you did mention it, it wasn't something, uh, obviously, that you guys were interested in. Why, why was that? How come you guys weren't interested into trying to become whatever they were trying to mold or whatnot? I think at the time, we were just, you know, we were so green and, and not understanding the business. I think if we were uh, just guided by anything else, you know, we probably would have jumped at it and, and jumped on it, you know. Letting us, let it take us, take us where, wherever you know, we thought it could take us. But um, basically, we had been jerked around before. We had lost, you know, money through managers who, you know, said they were going to do certain things for us, and and you know, had our, our parents and stuff, and you know, we were young at the time, invest, you know, invest in that. So, you know, we had a little bit of knowledge that we were going off of, and. That just led us not to take that, take yeah. that route. Yeah, yeah, I got you. So, so let me ask you this, man: if 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 you would know what you know now, would you still have passed on that deal, or would you go back in time and be like, okay, I, you know, I'll take it? I think knowing what I know now, I think we would have been way further along, and I think there would have been no reason for us to take that deal. We would have, we would have probably either, you know, been established as far as you know, fully functioning label, so it would have been a different situation, and you know, we probably would have been looking for more of a partnership than a development deal. Gotcha. So it basically would have opened up the door for a better option, so to speak. Um, mm -hmm. So, in, in your opinion, just just because you know, even though it was a quote unquote uh, development uh, deal. It's still a big deal to be approached by by a company like like Warner Brothers, right? So, mm -hmm. what do you think sparked that interest to them, or or why did they what why were they so interested in trying to get you guys into this deal? Um, I think the, the the interest sparked from not just the music, but the you know some of the other people we had operating with us at the time. We were probably one of the first. Um, groups to really have access to the internet, you know, and try to, to put something together that would catch somebody's eye. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. You know, all right. So, so they saw the hunger and saw the vision basically. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. So now as an artist, how did that help you? Um, cause again, even though you didn't sign with them, um, it still has to be a, like a cool feeling and, and more motivating to keep pushing 
to know that you were approached by Warner Brothers. So how did that help you guys as a whole, as, as artists, if any? It just made us, you know, want to go back in the studio even more. Uh, want to try to do more shows, you know, uh, around the town at the time and just try to put something together that was, you know, way more professional and way more uh, thorough. All right, so it was more motivating. Um, so I was checking out y'all's music, and, and you guys are more lyrical, uh, especially than, than what we have out nowadays. You know, um, that, that's one thing I, I do want to compliment you guys as far as be, being lyrical artists. Um, so let, let's take it back to, to the to the older projects. You guys put out The Empire in 2004, and then you guys put out The Dark Ages in 2007. Comparing those two projects... Um, what was the biggest difference in that three-year span from Project 1 to Project 2? Well, Project 1 uh, really was kind of putting uh, us together, you know what I mean? Um, project, the, the NCC Records Presents the Empire, really we hadn't even had a, a dealing with uh, uh, Speak No Evil yet. It was just myself, Prince Imperial, and uh, Fifth Letter on that project and trying to put different things together (coughs) and just, you know, really just trying to find a a sound that, that worked for us. I think the, the second album, you know, the dark ages was definitely a more cohesive product. It was definitely a more, uh, full thought out vision, you know, of what we wanted to do and what we wanted to say. It was definitely a theme to that entire album. Gotcha. It was it was it was a better image, I guess, better put together. Um, so speaking, like I said, you you, you know, uh, speaking no evil was wasn't part of that uh, first project yet. How exactly do you think all of you guys complement each other as, as a group? Because uh, because obviously, you know, as we mentioned earlier, it was thirty two something in you guys, and you said you know these five were originals. Some of them saw the actual vision for for the love of music, but as far as being artist alone, how do you feel one complements the other? I think all the different styles and all the different voices kind of, you know, balance each other out. I think you know, you could have one person who, who tends to go in one direction so hard that you can you can lose you know lose an audience. We're definitely balancing each other out with our, our voices and our, and our thoughts. And, and definitely, you know, I think you see a lot of that on, on the dark ages. We were able to kind of, you know, we, we struggled to kind of get it together. You know, you, you have those kind of push and pull, uh, give and take on, on what we wanted to do on the album and how we wanted to put it together. But once it, it came together, it was definitely, you know, all of us, a full vision. And I think that that's, that's something that you lack, you know, to hear now, especially nowadays. Yeah, like, correct, correct. Um, so speaking of nowadays music, let me ask you this, man. Being that you guys are, so, uh, you know, lyrical artists and can bring something completely different to the table, basically better content with, with meaning behind it. Uh, with everything that's going on right now with pr- police brutality and stuff, how important is it to be able to get a message across since you do have a voice compared to 
to you know to your neighbor next door who who doesn't how important is it to to be able to bring those those messages out i think it's very important uh, i mean uh you know Chuck D used to, uh, used to describe hip hop as the the you know the urban cnn and you know that's that's something that's once again is lacking you know it, we used to be able to tell stories that kind of gave people a real picture of what was going on and you know that that's something that you don't hear all the time yes um, especially in today's hip hop it's it's very rare and i think it's needed it's it's definitely needed you need you need to have that balance you know you can have the party you can have the the you know uh the trap you can have the gangster but you got to have all those things balanced out you know yeah so so and you can have that with a message at the same time so not now that we're here man um and, and we're talking about you know the styles and whatnot uh since you have been putting work since you know the the 80s um how do you feel, in your opinion, that hip-hop has changed, man, besides the fact that there's no message behind it, and what do you think made it change? I think corporate America made it change. I think, you know, when you have no real independent stations that, that play uh, music, you know, um, that's why I think shows like yours are important. You know, internet radio is important. You you have to have once again that balance. You know what I'm saying to be able to to not have you know corporate America kind of take over music and you know decide for the streets what's important and what's you know what's really you know a wave. Yeah, you're right. You're right. See, and, the, and that's something that, that I preach, man. Not just because we are an independent station, but because. You know, especially back then, it was hard to get interviews. It was hard to bring light to the independent artists because if it wasn't a major station or if it wasn't, if you weren't popping like you were supposed to, then you weren't getting an interview. And and, and I think nowadays, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think nowadays people like the artists, don't care too much about the music. So if I bring light to a certain artist and they like his opinion or his personality, then they're more likely to support that artist even if he's an independent. Yeah, I think I think if you connect with your connect with your audience, it, it definitely uh, changes your trajectory. Um, I think there's a lot of artists out here who, you know, uh, producers as well, who just put a whole lot of stuff out, a whole lot of, uh, you know, things out, you know, and just kind of throw it against the wall and see what sticks. And you know, that's 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 a big problem because you know intellectual property. Is only you know worth something if it has content, if it if it keeps you know keeps well, if it has a shelf life, you know. What I mean, if you're just throwing out stuff that just kind of sticks and and they can't relate to you as well as your music, then it's it's kind of over. Yeah, it, it's over for you. So so let's talk about music now. Let's get let's get strictly into music. Um, you you have a single out right now called Trolling for Nothing, correct? Um, yeah. let, let's talk about that single, man. Um, why the title "Trolling for Nothing"? How how did the idea come about? Well, it was basically just a line in, line in the song, and uh, you know the artist I work with, Young Hunt, 
who's also on the song, uh, he came up with the hook and just kind of incorporated that. I mean, the whole thought of it is, you know, there's a lot of people out here, you know, artists who just for the effect of trying to get their name out here instead of, you know, trying to build themselves up or, you know, give people a vision of who they are. They're just out here trolling. And, you know, sometimes it leads to, you know, no success at all. They're, the moment in the spotlight is fleeting, if at all. You know, they're doing mixtapes or whatever, uh, you know, starting beefs, you know, and, and doing all that just to, you know, put their mixtape out that they just did in a, in a day, you know, and released it at midnight, um, you know, but it's, it's no reason because it's not going anywhere. It's just, you know, more beef, more violence, more whatever, you know, just nothing for nothing yeah you're right you're right uh is instead of helping them and there is just really making them look bad um mm -hmm. so that's the current single that that's under you uh w what else you guys got going on as far as the group or, or maybe fifth letter got a project or what else what, what else are you guys cooking up right now well right now i'm trying to finish up my album um we're probably in the process of trying to see if we can re-release uh fifth letters album that he had out uh, called a long time coming uh, we're going to try to do that within you know the next uh 46 months or so um and like i said my album is coming out hopefully before the end of the year um we're trying to finish everything up covid is definitely uh <laughs> interrupting some of that process yeah. but um you know, I'm, I'm trying to finish the uh, last three or four singles. Uh, we had a single before that um, called uh, Round Professionals with uh, with uh, Pace One, who used to be, uh, you know, uh, with Eminem uh, Outsiders uh, back in the day uh, when Eminem was first coming out. So, yeah. you know, we got that single. And I got a couple more that I'm trying to hopefully release before then. Um, that's uh, trolling for nothing. We're definitely trying to get the most out of it. It's going to be on the album, and it's going to be on a soundtrack, uh, or maybe two before the, before the year's out. Uh, we definitely know it's on the Savage uh, soundtrack. Uh, it's a movie that uh, I had a small little bit part in, um, by with a directed by a guy named uh, Tef. Illuminati, and uh, he's from the RCR Empire. Um, it's you know a little little uh, you know hood flick and independent flick that's supposed to be out um, within the next month or so. So you know we got we got some some things in the fire. We're trying to make happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 a nice look, man. To to get your um, the single plate on you know on the movie, whether it's independent or not. That's that's a nice look, especially. You know, like you said, COVID's kind of holding you back. So to get that little extra push, that's definitely a good look. Mm -hmm. Um, what about music videos, man? You guys, you guys got any music videos coming out? Any visuals? Like I said, we had the we got the trolling for nothing video out right now. Uh, we definitely want everybody to take a look at that and check it out. Um, of course, we still have the uh, no, no better than this video for the Empire. That's also out. Um, definitely check that out. Also, a video with uh, me and Page One for the Round Professionals. So, 
All right, all right. Well, and, it's, um, it's a matter um, of fact. What's uh, what is the where can they find the music video? What's the YouTube link? Uh, they can go NCC Records, The Empire, or they can even go to our website www.empire.empiremusic.com. All right, we'll make sure we link up. The links to the uh, YouTube channel and the links to the website that will be on the description of the podcast. You guys can find that on there. Um, so, as far as social media, man, do you guys got a group? Uh, a group Instagram? Is this like individual? Where can everybody find you guys on social media? Definitely tell them to check out NCC CEO on Instagram. Uh, we'll have all the other you know prerequisite links there, and they can go to the website as well to find our uh, other social media and also uh, go check us out on Facebook, NCC Records, The Empire. All right. Once again, all those links will be on the description of the podcast. You guys can find that on there. You know, give them a follow on Instagram. Give them a follow on Facebook. Um, and again, check out the music videos on YouTube. Check out the website so you guys can keep informed of everything that's going on with NCC Records. Um, hey, man. Um Man, I forgot to ask this. To, you know, when we we're talking about the the uh, d- developmental deal and whatnot, if it wouldn't have been for music, uh, what else would you be doing, man? What else are you passionate about? Um, it's always always been about business. Um, uh, some some form some form of business. Uh, some some franchise or something. You know, trying to get some other business off the ground, probably. And you know, even in the midst of doing music, I probably still would be. You know, trying to produce, uh, produce or produce or pursue, you know, some of this other thing, some of these other things. You know, um, in addition, I, I've been putting on shows, so I have been a promoter, you know, at times. And so that I probably would be, you know, doing that as well. Um, you know, you want to be able to have as many irons in the fire as possible, especially trying to to do music. You want to be able to be able to do it as free as possible and not have any constrictions on you. You know, if you're worried about you know, uh, how certain thing is going to, you know, uh, fail because you have to appeal to a certain group or think you have to appeal to a certain group to sell, it's going to be a problem. So, you know, I would always want to be able to free myself up to do, you know, music the way I feel and to work with artists who want to be able to do music the way they feel. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I um I, I used to have a friend that, you know, he was heavy into music and he used to tell me that. Uh back back when we used to do music, he used to be like, Hey man, you wanna you, you wanna make music that feels good to yourself. He's like, and you know, in the process, it's awesome that you can have, you know, us being Hispanic, he's like, it'll be awesome to have a white dude and a black dude to wake up the next day and be like, Hey, I'm gonna go pick up so and so's project. He's like, But but you mm-hmm. only that's only gonna happen if you stay true to yourself. You can't push the, you know, try to connect to everybody because then it's not going to be genuine. No doubt. I think that's that's uh, that's another thing. Like you were asking about, you know, the the uh, amazing thing about our group is, you know, that we have diverse voices. You know, what I'm saying we have, you know, uh, black people and and you know we have a Latino member and we have a white member of the group, and we're able to kind of you know bring those different voices and different viewpoints together. For sure, for sure. Yeah, that, that you know, being diverse, it, it it brings everybody's fan base together and whatnot. Um, 
So mm-hmm. you being an OG in the game, man, before we let you go, what would you what would you tell a young up and coming artist as far as you know their grind and, and, and what to do to stay consistent in the game? Because like I said, you guys been putting in work for a long time, especially yourself. So what would be your advice to anybody coming up right now? Network, 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 network. That is the biggest thing. I think, you know, uh, a lot of times people just try to go at this thing alone. You got to create and build relationships and try to, you know, uh, do things that are going to help people out. You know what I mean? If you can, and it's not even necessarily monetarily. You may just have some time or maybe just be able to lend an ear or something. You know what I mean? Uh, just try to network with everybody and create, you know, as many relationships as possible. For sure, for sure. Network helps the net worth. Remember that. And shit, mm-hmm. once again, man, uh, we appreciate your time. We appreciate you making time for us, man. It, it, it's kind of dope to have artists, especially, you know, we're out here way in Texas. So anytime we get artists that, you know, we get from, from out of states, it, it's it's always cool to, you know, to hear their story. Artists we might not be familiar with or, or our, our fan base might, might not be familiar with. Um, so again, we appreciate you. Uh, make sure you guys follow them on, on all the social media pages. Again, we will have all the links on the description of the podcast. Uh, we'll link you guys to the music, to the website. Uh, most importantly, the website that, that way you guys can stay updated to everything that NCC Records got coming on. So once again, that was Mr. J from NCC Records. Check out the new single called Trolling for Nothing. Um, and again, check out the website. Stay up to date with every project that's coming out. He does have an album coming out, so make sure you keep your ears and your eyes open for that. Once again, Mr. J, we appreciate your time, man. And uh, th- thank you guys for uh, for making time for this interview and-, and giving us a background to your story, man. We appreciate that. Yeah, man. Thanks for the love, man. Appreciate it. Unprepared, this life will give you an eyeful. Too many trolling for nothing. Underwear cats out here is head hunting. Wolves with the heat, that heat will leave you slump over in your front seat. Now you got your ticket punched when you should have been about the beats. World out of reach. Pastor giving you his last speech. All cuz you beefing for a hit. Treating the game like it's like a lick. Talk slick, then get your wig split. You get one warning to stay off the strip. Next time, them bow and arrows will leave you zip. Treating the game like it's like a lick. Talk slick, then get your wig split. You get one warning to stay off the strip. I got so much to deal with. You got no choice but feel this. Our fans got hands up, yours still sit. Take them on a field trip, going to the top tip. I got so much to deal with. You got no choice but feel this. Our fans got hands up, yours still sit. Take them on a field trip, going to the top tip. Going to the top and I can't look down. I see a bunch of hate, but it's just those clowns. They hate what I make, I stay by the cake. Gotta make it shake, when you broke, you break. Never worry about what I can't control. Focused on my goals, and every day I'm praying for my soul. I got glow, I got flow. You know what you know, if you don't, you slow. These streets got no love, played by no code. 
boys on the corner and they all getting blown. It's unfair out there, no one cares nor shares. Better off being prepared, no signs of being scared. I dressed up in army fatigue gear. Circle so small, no room for a square. Keep trolling, they might put you in a chair. For a focus, I'm riding till I need a spare. Yeah. I got so much to deal with. You got no choice but feel this. Our fans got hands up, yours still sit. Take them on a field trip, going to the top tip. I got so much to deal with. You got no choice but feel this. Our fans got hands up, yours still sit. Take them on a field trip, going to the top tip. of the underground.